with over 400 celebrity interviews and tons of pop culture nerdiness, Too Opinionated is a safe haven for your inner geek. Find us at MeisterCon.com or on YouTube under MeisterCon Pod. And please subscribe. It would really help us out. Thanks, everybody. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Two Opinionated, where I'm just thrilled to death to be joined by legendary actor Ed Asner. Welcome, Ed. I quit. <laughs> I quit. Oh, I'm so happy I got I through know. that introduction. Whew. I had enough of this. Come on. Come oh, on. I've been for I had this just fear that I was going to say Lou Grant instead of Ed Asner. So so happy I got I was I was worried I was going to introduce you as Lou Grant instead of Ed Asner. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. People make dumb mistakes all the time. <laughs> Some of us more than most. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I do how to spell come on. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> What'd you say, sir? You don't even know how to spell come on. No. No clue. <laughs> it's very easy. All it's, right. It's C-U-M-O-W-N. <laughs> you got that? I got it. I don't make that mistake again. I won't make that mistake again. Uh-huh. No, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, this is this is such a such a thrill for me. I, I've been a fan. I'll tell you how long I've been a fan of yeah, you know, I grew up watching westerns with my dad and my favorite john wayne western was el dorado and i think that's yes sir and and that's the i think the first thing that i got to see you in i got to share that with the boys we have a movie night once in a while and i i I played that one evening so that's been a little while ago yeah i was uh that, that put me into the big time it's a pretty good role that's not that's, bad. Not no, bad. that's not pretty bad good for, for early. Yeah, for an early role, that's that's pretty good. Pretty good. And then, you know, when uh, cable TV came out, the TBS was about the only station you got, and they showed reruns of Mary Tyler Moore all the time. So I got to, I got to watch oh, it quite yeah. a bit on that. And then then my mother would let me stay up late and watch uh, Lou Grant. So. Got to watch you for a little while. Are they still with us? They are. They are. Sure. Yeah, they're. Uh, yeah, my dad still goes to the gym. We were talking about that earlier. He's uh, he's eighty, and uh, he's still he's still hitting the gym, still golfing, hitting the gym. <coughs> so, been blessed with that. They're still here in West well, Virginia. I, I think I don't think I'll be hitting the gym anytime soon. You look like you could. Watch it, boy. <laughs> you really think so, huh? I do. I do. You look like oh, you could. Looks to Steve. Looks to Steve. <laughs> it's the outfit I wore. Were, you, were yeah. you an athlete growing up? I played football. Yeah, I guess that. 
Yeah, what was your position? Yeah. Tackle. Oh, tackle. Yeah, my my son was a tackle. He uh he got he got a really nasty concussion when he was a freshman in high school and had to had to give it up, but he probably for the best. What was he weigh? Well, it, so he weighed at that time 320 pounds. Oh and, my god. Yeah, and he and he was pretty good. But he got that concussion, and it was a bad one. He he missed uh, he missed a year of school. But when he came back, he only weighed 190 pounds. So he lost 140 pounds uh, in a year. So I had at least had a, a blessing. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being an opposing lineman and going up against him? No. I well a little because I you know I I had to wrestle with him. He, well, he was how, that, how did he get a concussion? Who was big enough? Saw or, or well, you know, it was enough. just a, it was just one of those freak things that in a practice, and he was playing defensive lineman, and the offensive lineman caught him or uh, caught him under the chin, you know, just blocking him, and it it, it just knocked him silly. Hey, it was pretty rough, but uh, the good part of it, he you know he's. He lost all the the weight, which some of it was was muscle, but a lot of it wasn't. And you know, wow. that's that's probably been for the long term. That's probably been a blessing. But he's still just as strong as he was when he was that big. He's a horse. How uh, how much? Um, that's probably your poker buddies checking in. I don't know. I don't know. It, uh, no, it's it's. Uh, it's a uh, 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 nephew-in-law. Oh, very nice. Probably want to borrow money, which I don't have. You got any <laughs> money you can Come on, man. Don't laugh it off. <laughs> well, you said you are going to send me a bill. Maybe you could, you know, spare a little bit of that. For well, why don't you save me the trouble of sending you a bill? Just send me some money. All right. I'll do that. That's fair. That's fair. I'm guessing you were probably about 300 pounds when you played. A, that's what I call a West Virginian. <laughs> uh, we are pretty remember. agreeable. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Not, bad. not too bad. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, sir. Uh, you know, you've been doing this for, for a while. Um, what got you started into acting? What made you want to go into the entertainment business? Well, I found myself playing the lead the first time I was on stage, actually. Really? In a college production. It was uh, uh, T.S. Eliot. And that was, um, what's the name of it? Why can't I remember the name of it? Anyway, uh, T.S. Eliot. He had some good plays. Murder. Murder oh. in the Cathedral. Yeah. About the, the, the death of Archbishop Thomas a. Beckett. Yeah. And um, I was just so fantastic. I talked myself into going into drama. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Somebody came over. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's usually the way it goes. You start out serious. And yeah. Then go into the comedic. Or you stumble on entering on stage and you get a laugh and 
you're stumbling through the roll, so you begin to think that's how you're going to make your money. Yeah. So, did you did you do some theater before you hit the uh, you know television the movies? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was in the theater company for two years in uh, in Chicago, which developed me. Yeah. And then I went to New York, and uh, after um, a bleak six months, uh, finally lucked into being cast in the Three Penny Opera. Oh, nice! Playing off Broadway, New York, and um, <clears throat> I did that as the lead for two years and nine months. Yeah. And then I finally did that and took over another role uh, so I could start learning to act. Did you uh, did you take classes or were you just kind of learning as yeah. you go? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I, I found a teacher I liked. I tried a few and didn't like them. Yeah. And uh, Mira Rostova was her name. I'm sure she's dead by now. She discovered Montgomery uh, uh, Clift, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. But she was a good teacher. Good teacher. Yeah, that's that's great. So and I think my innate method uh, was automatically hers. Right. There was no conflict for me in going along and learning the same I've been learning all along. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. If it kind of fit with your style already, that would make sense. Yeah. That's, well, there that's was crazy. Only Actually, I wanted to study with Sandy Meisner. But okay. They were full of And uh, had no room for me. So I took uh, Mira. Well, that was good for her, I think. It must have been good for you, too. It turned out pretty well. Good for me. <laughs> so. I'll tell you a funny story. Yeah, tell me a funny story. Uh, her, her, um, um, her style, her method, was based on who, what, when, where, why, and how. Okay. And you figure those out, who you're talking to, and you've got your purpose. Yeah. Uh, how you do it is up to you. Where and uh, why and what, all up to you. Uh, you try to adjust the best you can. Well, I applied that, or I thought I did. And a few years later, after I hadn't seen her for a while, and I was thrown in with her, and uh, I said, yeah, uh, that method really took me along well, very well. I said, well, I've changed it. Oh, no. <laughs> you changed it to what? I said, that's entirely different now. The who and the what and why are all different. I didn't check into it to see how different, because I didn't want any changes. So I could have been a star on Broadway if maybe if I had changed it to her latest technique. 
Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> what well, was that discouraging when, when you come back and she's like, I, I, I changed it. Yeah. I thought, I, yeah, I thought I had stumbled on the ultimate truth. <laughs> and here was, you were lying to me the whole time. <laughs> I should have wept. I should have oh. wept. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. So I got the, the the privilege of doing a little voice acting with you on the last Saturday night, which is a audio drama that that we're helping to produce with uh, with Jennifer Nash, who's who's writing it. And that uh, you 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 gave me a pretty good lesson in acting. I think on that that was that was that was a, a big was deal it? for me. What was it? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know how you do it, but you know, that story um, that, that we were acting out was based on something that actually happened to me. You know, I, my day job's in a hospital. So, you know, there, there was an actual person, you know, that that story was based on and you didn't, you know, you didn't know that really, you didn't have, you know, exactly, uh, what or who that person was, but somehow you managed to, to capture him almost perfectly. And I was, I was really worried because I'm not an actor and I was just playing myself and I was still really nervous, but there's a scene that, you know, part of the scene is I have to get a little bit emotional and I was really concerned about getting there, you know, to, to, to at least make it decent, but you were so believable mm -hmm. in that role it made me emotional, so I, I didn't have any trouble. Uh, I didn't have any trouble. That's lovely. Thank you. But now, oh, you're, oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. But, it, oh, it definitely is. Definitely is. But now, here's the problem. I don't know if you've heard this, but so Jennifer and I, she, she calls me, and she says, we've got a problem with Ed's uh, tape. And I was like, oh, no. And she's like, no, 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 Ed's, Ed's fine. His, his was fine. She said, it's yours. It's yours is, isn't. There was something wrong with the mic. It's not, it's not good. So I've got to re-record my, my part to go with your part. Your part was great. Well, now I'm really oh. nervous again because I'm not going to be able to, you know, I, I guess I, I think I'm just going to have her replay your part and hope that it makes me emotional again. Well, I'd be glad to do it again if you give me the line. <laughs> Well, that's really nice of you. Yeah, it's really nice. Well, if I screw it up, we may be calling. All right. I can't get there. Well, and don't forget to send the check. <laughs> I'll send the check with the request. All right. <laughs> but no, little, you were so good with that. To cover my phone bill. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I wanted to ask you, though, what, you know, that's, uh, I, I think it's such a good project and it's got a great cast, but, you know, what, what kind of attracted you to, to the project and, and made you interested enough that you wanted to be a part of it? With you? Well, well just with the last Saturday night. Well, I was, uh, I was just terribly drawn to you. <laughs> I knew it was me. <laughs> yeah, well, I, it only to be, how do I get rid of your wife? Yeah, well, <laughs> see, I see. I I think it was probably Jennifer and Linnell that they they sweet talked you. Is what I think it was. Who's Linnell? 
Linnell is, she was the one that was kind of setting up our casting. Uh, She's probably the one to introduce you to Jennifer would be my guess. Uh, uh -huh, yeah. uh, That'd be my guess. I bet they sweet talked you. I, it probably, or maybe, uh, maybe even Emily a little bit, but it wasn't, it wasn't me. You probably Emily's got on there and be like, I got to act with this guy. Hmm. You know, I, I got to know Mark Blitzstein who did the translation for Three Penny Opera. And, uh, uh, he wrote a great end of the war musical. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. But uh, the uh, one of the main songs he wrote for that musical was, I take my pen in hand, Emily, to make you understand, Emily what you are to me. A 19-year-old bombardier sat writing. Da -dum, da -dum, da -dum, da -dum, da -dum. <laughs> I take my pen in hand, Emily, to make you understand, Emily, what you are me oh that's beautiful that's beautiful i i gotta be careful playing that for oh <laughs> that that name emily carries a song just automatically well, that's beautiful yeah she's gonna love that i'll be playing that for her she's that's gonna love that uh-huh so it's Good. funny because, you know, I, I told you, you know, where, where I remember you from, you know, it's, is Westerns and, um, you know, playing Lou Grant. You know, I remember you did the, yeah. the role on Hawaii Five O, and then you got to reprise it during the, the new one, stuff like that. But I was telling, I was telling the, uh, the kids that I was getting to talk to you and they were like, mm, I, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. And, and I was like, I was naming stuff you'd done. I, and just nothing. I was getting nothing. And I finally got to Elf, and they were like, Santa! Yes. That's how they knew you. And then, I, then it, so, and then. I love uh, doing that, Santa. Oh. John Favreau, really, he created a great program of uh, plot for me to plow. Um, Such a good movie. Good, good uh, hard-driven businessman yeah yeah that that they uh they that's their favorite christmas movie and you were so so great in it it's oh it's and, such a such a good movie you can't you can't underestimate the value of will ferrell and the power of that movie yeah absolutely he, how did you keep he, from laughing all the time he would crack me up with that stuff it was not easy <laughs> he was the funniest man I've come across since Ted Knight. Oh, really? Ted Knight's pretty yeah. funny. He's pretty funny. Yeah, he's pretty funny. And, of course, it had James Caan in it. That was a heck of a cast. Yeah. Yeah, but they, they play that. Were reunited from, no, actually, we were reunited from, um, we did a, um, he played a teenager 
Okay. Robert Redford and Andy Prime. Oh, wow. Who killed Juano Hernandez in a small southern town. Black Monday, it was called. Oh, Black Monday. Okay. Yeah. And it was shown on uh, NET, I think. Yeah. And uh, Ralph Nelson directed it, and he didn't do a very good job. <laughs> but uh, Come on, Ralph. Yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, what's his name? Um, who are we talking about? James Conn. James. Um, he did a um, he did a good uh, gutterat image of a rich boy. Yeah. Take advantage of a poor black man. And uh, I think mean, Red was miscast, but he did a he, he bravely stood in there. Andy Klein was as always. But, um, and then we were reunited with El Dorado. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I said, boy, he's come a long way. And then we were reunited again with Elf. Yeah, that's that's great. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you forget, or I guess I forget that his, his career's have been pretty long. Uh, yeah with that he's been around uh, for a little while that's he was really good in el dorado i enjoyed his role in that yeah he was pretty good pretty good I, I meant to ask you you were talking about um uh the war a little bit and it seems like i i, I remember reading that that you did some touring back during the uh, war touring yeah did you did no you way. I don't know. That's what I, I am. I remembering that wrong, or did you do oh, some I was of the... trapped in 1951, and because uh, I dropped out of college, of course. Yeah. And uh, I went to. Um, uh, why the hell can I remember the name of the? Uh, I. The. Um, was it Fort Korea? Camp, oh, the Fort. McHenry. Um, no, it was no. in Georgia. Camp, oh. Uh, I can't what remember the name of that. It's Bobby not Hill. Hood? No, Hill? No. Now a fort. It was a oh. camp that became a fort. Okay. And I don't know. Uh, no, it's a, it's a boring name. Um, so I did my basic there, and then I was sent up to... Um, uh, to Fort uh, in New Jersey, yeah, to learn radar repair, and uh, I spent about a year there, and then I was shipped overseas to France. I fought the the Korean War. I mean uh, the uh, the uh, uh, the um, you know you remember what war was it? With well, see, the it, Korean it, War I fought in France. That's right. You understand that now. I got you. It was tough duty. Let me tell you. Tough duty. I I got you. Very, I, you very tough. You duty. were right there in the on the front lines. And I struggled through the mire and muck. Emerged <laughs> victorious with my fellow Americans in the Korean yeah. War. Yeah. 
grounds upon which our beloved President Trump could then gain a working relationship with its dictators. Yeah. Kim Jong-un in soon, or what's his name? Something, Kim Jong something. Yeah. And he's the dictator of, he's the fat dictator of Korea. He is, yes, sir. Um, I'm sure they'll get together because uh, uh, Trump. Well, he to, does. He does seem to have an affinity for for ridiculous. those types. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, yeah. So, I, so I, being in a Korean War and saving my ass, uh, I was able to avoid the Vietnam War. Yeah. Evidently, was not so kind. No. To the survivors. Yeah. If they survived. Right. So, Vietnam's doing uh, good business now, though. It's the Chinese influence. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Speak up. You can't hear me? No, I know I can. <laughs> life is hard but finding a really great podcast makes the days go by so much easier hi my name is blue toulousma i'm a writer and emotional intelligence coach and the host of humanize with blue toulousma a podcast where we believe that when you humanize everyone in the room a great conversation is almost guaranteed Join us every week here on ElectroCast as me and my guest co-hosts unpack big topics and interview even bigger personalities with a sense of humor and a dash of mischief. If you're looking for a new best friend in your head, we've got you covered. ElectroCast. Well, all right. So let me ask you this one, because I had two that the, the kids said you got to ask about this, Dad. So they they wanted to know. You you played uh, or did the voice for Carl in Up. They wanted to know how how did that come about. You know, did, was did you, did you have to beat some people out for that role, or did they? Did I guess they I just did. Say, yeah, I guess I did, but uh, I didn't wasn't aware of who I out. Yeah, but uh, we had about uh, maybe eight sessions, voiceover sessions yeah. of uh, recordings. Uh, it was easy as pie. It was a natural character for me. Yeah. And, oh, you, uh, you played it perfect. Well, thank you. And uh, um, the um, on the fifth or sixth time I went in for voiceover yeah uh, we were running late so we were kind of rushing and there was a curb an inside curb curb yeah in the in the uh, room which I was aware of but didn't pay attention to so when <laughs> I came to that curb I tripped on it <laughs> oh no! Keep crashing down. Hey, I, I'm not through. Don't laugh until you get. All right, I'll hold my laughter. All right. I came crashing down and split my head open. 
You oh, got no. to my head open on the steel-covered corner of the room. And uh, I was laying there trying to get to my senses. And finally, they decided, or we decided, I decided to uh, go over to St. Joe's Hospital across the street from Pixar. Yeah. And it's shown up. So I went over there, and they put in about six staples in my head. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I I was bleeding like a stuck pig. I came back, and... um, I did the day's work, and I probably was the best day's work I ever did. <laughs> well, why do you think that is? Because I'm a genius. <laughs> you didn't figure that out? Well, I was thinking six staples. That explains a lot. Yeah. I should have saved those staples. You should have. Them. I could have autographed them. Yeah, you for big money. Oh yeah, I'd have, I'd have bought one at least one of those. Yeah. I probably couldn't afford it all six. And and your wife, well, what's your wife's name again? Emily. Emily. Yeah. Emily. Oh, that was your daughter. No, 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 no. I've uh, I've got two. Uh, Ashley and Allie are the daughters. Ah. Well, it's even nicer that I sang that song to her. That's right. Yeah. That's what I said. I got to be careful playing that for her. Oh, yes, yes. Well, you better play it, man. Well, I'm I, playing it. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't keep that from her. I'll find out if you didn't. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I believe that. All over. Ashley. <laughs> Ashley's a spy for me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. Well, you probably shouldn't have told me that. Well, you never... <laughs> She's so clever, you'd never be aware of it. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I know there was some. Oh, I, I didn't realize that you when you were playing Lou Grant, but then you got to play Lou Grant on, on other shows. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, that was kind of neat. I didn't I realize you did that. I didn't know I had my own Lou Grant show. Well, I know. I, I love that show. But then yeah. you did, you like guest starred on Roseanne and. Uh, oh, well, that? that was a cockamamie idea. Yeah, here. what was that? I, it was stupid. <laughs> very, very bad taste. Remember, I watched uh, Roseanne when it was out, but I, I don't remember. Um, yeah, well, you, you being on that. You bless it. Yeah, well, that may be why. Maybe if it was a bad idea, uh-huh. that's probably why. Uh huh. So you know, the two other I wanted to mention before I, before I let you go is, you know, my son Brett, it, you know, he grew up being a, a big Spider-Man fan. So you, you got to play Jay Jonah in Jay the Jonah. cartoons, and and he was that was probably next to Elf. That was probably the one he was most excited about. Was well, it was an easy easy role. I mean, he's just a hard ass. That's all he is. That is, he is. Yeah, that's all he is. <laughs> and, uh, and he uh, he's a totally soulless creature yeah he's the perfect white man <laughs> did you get to say you know bring me more pictures of spider-man or something along that line 
that's always the joke that Jay Jones is always saying. I need more pictures of Spider-Man. I don't remember. Yeah. Don't ask yeah. me questions I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, sh I should have wrote those out and sent them ahead of time. <laughs> well, and the other one, just to, just real quick, is um, you you were were so good in uh, Roots. I almost forgot to uh, to mention that one. Uh -huh. I, when I was watching it the first time, I was pretty young, but I, I've you know rewatched since then. But you you were really great in that. What about Rich Man Poor Man? Oh, I forgot Rich Man Poor Man. I love Rich Man yeah, Poor Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good. Well, now if we're going to just hit stuff, I you know there's so many. Yeah. You know, you've done so many. You're, yeah, I wasn't going to say anything, but rumor has it you're the most decorated, you know, person, primetime Emmys ever for TVs. Well, for a man. For a man. For a man. That's, pr that's pretty impressive. Betty, Betty White or Cloris. Uh, one of those yeah. two rascals. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I have me beat. But for a man, I got more. Yeah, that's 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 pretty impressive, and I know you got uh, lifetime achievement award. And if I remember right, you were even a, a president of the Screen Actors Guild for. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. How the how was that? How how did you like the political side of it? I'll sell it to you. <laughs> no, no, thanks. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I I'd be a terrible politician. I'd probably get taken advantage of. I'm I'm gullible. Well, what you find out is that, you know, you, you got to work harder to appease your friends than you do your enemies. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. That's, uh, that's not any, acting is not an easy job. Uh, politicians, not an easy job either. At least they make it seem like it's not easy. Um, is uh, Biden appearing in West Virginia at all? Well, we haven't heard anything yet um that he, he'll he be coming so I, that may mean that we're a uh, lost cause if he's not uh, making an appearance uh, but he may he may still show up well i know that he's concentrating on michigan and yeah wisconsin and boy his treatment of the michigan governor is just unbelievable yeah it really is yeah that was uh that was sad it sucks yeah I don't really get it. I, I I don't go into the politics too much, but I really don't I understand it. You know, I don't get the. I will. Well, yeah, I, and and yeah, you are definitely welcome to. But but I don't really understand the the appeal that uh, that he has. It it it, it escapes well, me. The bottom line is, you think you're saving the people? Yeah, you're giving the people what they want, satisfaction or greed or guilt. I don't know which it is. But, uh, uh, well, I get how I get how he got elected the first time. I I just I don't get how he still has that support. You know, after four okay. years, I, that one amazes All me. Right. And I would I would love to see us change that electoral college somehow. Get rid of it. Yeah, well, yeah. you can't get rid of it because that's part of the constitution. No, that's right. That's right. So we got to find some way to temper, because for him to lose by almost three million votes, uh, it doesn't seem right. And that's not the first time that, that has happened. No, um, no. But it doesn't it seem with, uh, with Gore. Yeah. 
Just uh, it does seem weird. I, I don't know. Was it, uh, um, the uh, the following uh, presidential race. I can't remember. Yeah, there was well Gore and um, Bush, and then you had uh, Bush and Obama. I, I guess would be. No, the no, there one. was another. The hell. He was. Uh, oh, you're talking farther back. Okay. No, no, no. Between Gore and Obama, there was another Democrat who. Oh. Doing his. Um, Love early. Uh, what the hell was his name? Yeah, shoot. I wrote him all the time. Yeah, well, I I see a picture of him in my head, but I can't. No, I can't. I can't think of it. Yeah. Well, he's history. Yeah, yeah, but but the point's valid. I I don't really understand that. That's not a good system if your majority's not actually getting yeah. to vote in your. Well, it was designed to, to protect the little states, the little slaveholding states. Right. And it sure as hell did. Well, it did. It's worked well in that respect, I guess. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, so, so in California, 40 million people, has two senators, and <laughs> North Dakota, South Dakota, I forget which one, has equal sway. In, it uh, makes no sense. Yeah. yeah, it makes no sense. Makes no sense. I, I guess I get the the initial reasoning, but I, I don't think that's a that it was good even at that point. You know, just let everybody vote and sort it out. I know. I know. Well, you maybe you should take maybe you should get run for office. Well, why not? <laughs> Well, I learned a long time ago that if you keep your head and keep spouting the principles you believe in, you can do as much to affect popular thought and wishes than yeah. you can running for office. Yeah. You don't, have, you don't have to sell your soul as easily. That's right. You think it would be just an, an easy... If you're in office, you do what is right for the most people most of the time. And that yeah. should be the guiding principle, but that never is. No. I think that would be easy. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking now, okay, so let's say Biden gets in. We'll be lucky if Biden is able enough to do a second term. Yeah. And if he does, who do we look forward to in the coming years? We, we have no, no individual who at present is standing out to represent the Democratic cause. Yeah, no, I think that's right. It's, it, 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 in a, if you're a, a sports analogy, you'd say we, we've got a very uh, shallow bench. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And uh, the Republicans, if they're still in existence, they, um, they'll probably come up with some puppet. Yeah, it is, it is a shame that 
on both sides, there's a lack of, you know, what, what I would call presidential candidates, you know, someone that you would look at actually as a leader. There's just, there's just need a life force to make, give us the courage to go on. Yeah. Who was the last, uh, who, who do you think was our last good president? Well, Obama was okay, but I wasn't crazy about him. Yeah. Um, who was before Obama? Well, uh, Bush. No, I certainly wasn't crazy about him. Yeah, and then you had uh, Clinton and then a older Clinton, Bush. Clinton Reagan. was okay, but Clinton sabotaged our presidency. He did. And uh, we still feel, feel the taint. Yep. Um, no, the golden years for me were Roosevelt. Yeah. And Truman. I think a I lot of people would agree with that. I liked Harry. Yeah. Pretty decisive. Yeah. They were brave men yeah. who fought for what they believed in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I voted well, for Mondale, and unfortunately, he didn't. And I like Carter. I like Carter a lot. I like Carter. I like Carter. Yeah. I think he got a bad rap as a as a. He president. did. He did. I didn't treat him with enough respect. But I I liked his administration. I liked his outspokenness. Yeah. He became a heck of an ambassador afterwards. Yes, he did. And he's he's true to he's true to his. Well, what should I say? It's to his principles all the way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, agreed. I I, I do like uh, uh, Jimmy Carter. That's a good one. Yep. Yeah. Well, sir, thank you so much. This is this has been a highlight for me. I've been looking forward to speaking with you. Well, I enjoyed uh, the last dance. <laughs> I'm glad you did. I, I yeah. I'm so. Uh, so excited to to uh, to hear the whole project. I think it's going to be good. Good, good. Yeah, I think. I uh, take my hand, head in hand, Emily. There we go. To uh, make you understand, Emily, what you are to me. <laughs> you carry a pretty good tune. You're damn right. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to let me in alive. <laughs> well, next time you come through West Virginia, we got to get a little bit of a, a poker game going. All right. Yeah, that would. Uh, I'll lose it. <laughs> well, I don't win either, but I'll bumble right. through it. We'll, we'll go down. We'll go down striving. That's right. <laughs> are you still? Are do you have plans to pick up? Uh, uh, the one-man play circuit again once everything settles down. Well, we can find people who are willing to uh, to book it in the future. Yeah, we've had a, a number of dropouts. Yeah, yeah, I bet. I bet. Well, everybody has, but that that was uh, you know, we loved it. We really enjoyed it. That was a good time. Good. good. Yeah, and we don't get a lot uh, of that coming through. You know, our little town. So that was a that was a big deal. We don't get a, that, a lot of those uh, plays coming through our town, you know, our little town. That, that was a big deal. Good. 
Okay. Yeah. I hope you get to do it again. Well, we like the results. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. I really appreciate the uh, the time, and uh, this, this has been great. I had a good time. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Give my love to Emily and the kids. I sure will. I sure will. Thank you thank very you. much, sir. Hi, I'm Sherilyn Fenn from Twin Peaks. What did you do on your last Saturday night? It's a new scripted podcast series that starts right at the beginning of lockdown when a single mother and out-of-work writer named Gigi realizes that everything is about to change. Did you hear something? Toilet paper. People are hoarding it. I should have done that. The Last Saturday Night, an Electricast podcast. You'll love it. Episodes available June 28th, wherever you listen to podcasts. Electric acid. I tell you, that was a little intimidating. I mean, Ed Asner, uh, he's he's a little he's a little intimidating, but what a what a terrific uh, guy and just fun and 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 sharp and outspoken and that was that was a blast. That was a definite uh, bucket list uh, interview for me. That was amazing, and I've been lucky enough now to. Uh, you know, interact with, uh, with Ed several times, you know, uh, we got to spend a little time with him when he came through town, you know, I got to do, uh, you know, my, my little piece of acting, uh, uh, with him, which, you know, what a, what a great person to, to get your, uh, initial acting role with. And then, uh, uh, this interview, um, just, just terrific. And, and, you know, he remembered everybody's names, which was, uh, uh, big deal. You know, that's, that's always nice. So this, this has been terrific. Uh, love that. Love that. I, I don't even know what to, to say. So I'm just kind of stammering on because he was, uh, he was just so uh, great to talk to. Um, thank you everybody for, for listening. You know, we know there's a lot of choices out there for you. We really appreciate you uh, choosing us over and over. It's, uh, it doesn't go unnoticed. So, so thank you very much. Um, you can find us on our website, MeisterCon.com. You can find us on Facebook under MeisterCon. You know, if you are so inclined and you want to help out this podcast, you know, we, we like to think we're the, the little podcast that could. You know, we are uh, in the process of building our podcasting studio. We've bought the building. We're just working on uh, refurnishing the inside. And we can definitely use um, some help. So if you if you want to contribute to that, you can go to Patreon.com slash MeisterCon. And we'll give you some early access and some bonus content for your uh, for your trouble. Thank you, everybody, for uh, listening. And we will see you again real soon. Bye. If you're a working professional wondering what's next for your career, you've come to the right place. Whether you're looking for a promotion, growth, or a potential career transition, look no further. With over 30 years working in a variety of industries, I share my insider knowledge with those ready to get ahead on Career Advancement with Craig Ansell. Tune in to get your strategies for success. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. 
I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Electric Acid.